Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name's Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. Happy New Year, happy 2023. I actually cannot believe that it's the new year already. I'm sure that everyone's been saying the same thing. It just feels like time went by so quickly, and here we are. I'm recording this in the first week of January, and it feels surreal, but I'm feeling really good about this year, and I've heard it from other people too. 2023 just sounds like it's going to be a good year for personal growth, our goals, and really just achieving what it is that we want to do in life. And with that, of course, comes setting routines and habits that will actually help you achieve your goals. And so that's what I'm gonna be talking to you about today because I think that this is the part of goal setting that sometimes we tend to overlook. We get really focused on writing the goals onto paper. We get focused on determining what it is that we wanna achieve, but we don't really talk a lot about how we actually need to get there, how to do the step-by-step in order to make it happen. And I think that that's what I want to share with you today because last year I had my best year ever. I had tremendous growth on my social platforms. I had tremendous growth in my, you know, personal relationships. And overall, 2022 was just a pretty good year for me all around. And I really do credit that to this goal setting method. So I'm excited to tell you all about that. But before we get into it, let's go ahead and talk about the weekly segments, something I'm loving, something I'm doing and something I'm working on. So something I'm loving lately is actually digital planning. I honestly never thought I was going to ever get into it. But I think it was about like a month before 2023 that I decided, okay, I think I need to start diving more into it. I've always used Notion. I love Notion. And it's kind of awkward in a way when you have a physical to-do list on like a paper planner and then you have everything else to manage your life on the computer. So I wanted to start working on creating a digital planner that I felt would really work for me. And that's exactly what I did. I took everything from all of the random notebooks and habit trackers and, you know, goals lists and to-do lists that I have like sprawled out everywhere on my desk. And I connected and like collected, I guess, everything into one digital planner that I call The Life Daily. And it's available now on my website. I released it a few weeks ago, but I was taking time off doing the podcast just to kind of hang out with family for the holidays, which I hope you guys had an amazing holiday season as well. Um, But The Life Daily is available on my website if you want to check it out. It's just a digital planner for 2023 complete with a bunch of habit trackers goals trackers bookshelf cleaning schedules you know like monthly spreads weekly spreads there's honestly so much to it and i'm really really proud of it thank you to anybody who's already purchased it it honestly meant the world to me i was like crying after i released it it just makes me super happy and it's honestly something that i use every single day but yeah that's something i'm loving lately i've honestly been using it every day and i really feel like it's gonna help me work a little bit smarter and not harder this year which is definitely something that i am trying to work on getting better at. But yeah, that's my something I'm loving lately. I'm going to link it in the description if you guys want to check it out. I appreciate it in advance and let's go ahead and move on to something I'm doing. So my boyfriend just got back to town. His family actually moved to Maryland. They bought a farm up there. And so he got back a few days ago. And so now we're kind of like resetting up the loft to accommodate for him and really just try to like resituate him back into this life. So part of what we're doing for that is we just bought a double desk and I am so excited about it. So something I'm doing is really working on creating a space for myself to really work during the day that's outside of my bedroom. So right now I have my work desk in my bedroom and then I don't really have like a desk of sorts outside in the loft area. That's just more so where the kitchen is, the couch and everything. And so I'm really trying to get all of my technology type things out of my bedroom. I do think that I'm somebody who tends to have trouble sleeping at night and I've read like hey if you're on your computer at night it can like mess with your sleep schedule and all that stuff and so I'm just trying to be better about that 
And I think something that could really help with that is just having a separate space for my work. I think that the way I have it set up right now with my desk in my room, it feels like the second I wake up in the morning, it's like my mind is already thinking about work and I don't want it to be that way. I felt like it was like that last year. And while it's not a bad thing, because I feel like it definitely kept me like oriented on what I wanted to achieve. But the downside to it is that I feel like it's really easy to just never have an end to your work, especially if you're self-employed, especially if you work from home. It's super easy to just never stop. So that's something I'm trying to work on being better about. And so the double desk we got was a, it's not that big, but I think it'll be nice for the space. We found it on Amazon. We got like matching chairs, like it's super cute. I'm so excited to set it up. And so I think that by establishing that as like my workspace, I'm gonna be able to like wake up, do my morning routine and then go sit down at that desk with him like when he starts his work in the morning too. So I feel like it'll be a really nice balance that way and we'll see how that goes. But I'm gonna be kind of vlogging or like videoing the process of setting that up and I'm trying to figure out like how I wanna organize the desk, if I wanna have like a whiteboard and stuff like that. I just, I love setting up new spaces. It's just something about it feels so fresh and it feels so like re-inspiring in, in a way. Like I feel like I just get inspired by seeing things that are new and stuff like that. So I think we're gonna head over to Goodwill or Savers and try to thrift most of the stuff that we need for the desk. And yeah, I'm just really excited about getting that done. And finally, something that I'm working on is kind of getting financially organized again. I think I was doing really good about it in October of last year, and then I kind of fell off during the holiday season. I stopped updating my budget trackers. I, you know, wasn't keeping track of my income, expenses, that type of thing. And honestly, when I'm not keeping track of it, it's really easy for me to just kind of fall off track. It's easy for me to just spend more than I should be spending. And while I'm usually pretty frugal, I think that especially on the holiday season when you're buying gifts for people and stuff like that, it just gets really easy to spend more than you should be. So I want to make sure that all my investments are even, all my, you know, savings accounts are correct and stuff like that. So I think that this week I'm going to sit down and just do a little bit of financial planning. I might make a video on how I do it because I'm still in my early 20s and I feel like a lot of people in their early 20s like struggle and have questions about how they should be financially planning for the future. So I know a good amount about that that I love to share with you guys. So I'll be probably doing that this week. But aside from that, that's pretty much what I'm working on. It's been on my to-do list for a while, but I feel like I just keep pushing it off. But now with, you know, it's the new year. I know taxes are coming up in April and I'm trying to really get ahead of the game. I don't like waiting last minute. So I like to do it like have all of my accounts all situated by the end of the year. So I'm running late on my terms already. But I think that if I just get that organized more, I'll feel a lot better about my situation. And I also really want to work on like investing more this year and doing all those, you know, adult things. So I think that that's kind of stuff that I'm going to start focusing on. So yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. But that about wraps that up. Thank you guys for catching up with me. I really enjoy doing that. And I love, you know, that you guys want to know more about my life. And I would love to hear more about yours. If you want to DM me over on Instagram, I'd love to chat with you there. But that's pretty much what, you know, I have going for the segments. Let's go ahead and jump right into today's topic, which is how to actually achieve your goals in 2023, what no one tells you. Okay, so if you set goals for the new year only to let them fizzle out or die down after a few weeks or a few months, this is really meant for you. I can't tell you how many times I've started off the new year feeling really strong, feeling really motivated, and then come like March or April, or sometimes even February, it's like that motivation just disappears and I'm left not being able to or not wanting to work towards those goals anymore. I really don't know why it happens, but I am here to tell you that it is natural. We are not supposed to feel motivated all the time. We're not supposed to be going, going, going all the time. Our life works in ebbs and flows. And so it's normal for us to lose that sense of motivation, but 
What's not the best part of that is the fact that usually when we lose the motivation, the New Year's motivation, what ends up happening is we kind of stop trying to achieve the goal at all. And that's really what I want to talk to you about today, because I don't want that to be the case for you this year. I don't want that to be the case for me this year. I want us to set goals at the beginning of the year. And then, you know, even if we do lose motivation in a few months, we already know what we should be doing in order to kind of like prevent us from quitting the goal entirely. Like it's normal for you to lose motivation. Yes, but it shouldn't mean that you stop trying to achieve anything. So that's kind of the gist of what we're going to be talking about today. Every new year, I sit down and I write out my goals for the year. And it was really only last year that I really achieved most of them. I feel like I would always achieve a few here and there. I would, you know, exercise for one year or I would do really well in my like career the next year, but I would very rarely ever stick to a resolution. Like I think a year or two ago, I had a resolution to eat less sugar and that did not last and that is okay. But it is something that I needed to kind of focus on a little bit more because I feel like it's really easy for me to say, okay, I quit the second I lose any motivation. Like if I wake up and I'm not in the mood for it, there's very little self-discipline that would keep me going towards it. And I feel a lot of us run into that same issue where we don't feel that sense of discipline. We don't feel that sense of kind of like, almost commitment to ourselves to continue pursuing our goals after we lose that initial spark of motivation. And I think you guys know what I'm talking about. It's that boundless motivation that inspires you to get back to exercising, get back to the gym, eat healthier, work harder. It's not permanent. And that's the issue. You know, we tend to head into new year with a sense of new beginning. And then once that fades, we lose the sense of motivation to achieve our goals. And it just feels like life again. We go through the motions. We forget what those big goals we set at the beginning of the year were. And you know, we kind of have to restart again at the coming year. And that's what I want to help you prevent this year. So let's go ahead and kind of spill the beans on what I've been doing that really has made a big difference. I tried this new method of achieving my goals last year and I ended up accomplishing nearly everything on my list. So how did I do it? This is the secret. You need to focus on one habit a month that correlates to your main goal. That's it, just one habit, no more, no less. For example, if you wanna make a goal in 2023 where it's like, I'm really gonna take care of my health this year or I'm gonna work out five times a week this year, I don't want your goal to be something that you then have no direction towards. So for example, if you wanna be healthier in 2023, you're gonna make your January mini goal per se, something like taking a walk every day. And then on February, you're gonna focus on cutting out sugar. And then on March, you're gonna focus on drinking more water. I think you guys get the idea. Like you're gonna do that every single month for 12 months. And really the whole idea around this is that instead of approaching January 1st with this idea that you're gonna get everything done every single day for the rest of the year, you're not doing that to yourself. You're not putting too much pressure on yourself. You're not gonna overwhelm yourself. You're really kind of setting yourself up for success in this way because here's what I think happens when we set really lofty goals and we try to commit to doing it every single day for the rest of the year. Chances are you're gonna burn out, number one. Number two, you're gonna lose your motivation like we talked about. And number three, ultimately you're gonna probably stop trying and that's what we're trying to avoid here. The point of breaking down your goals into monthly habits is to help you build the foundation for success. You know, when we dive into a goal we wanna achieve without an actionable plan, we are much less likely to complete it. So this is something that I really was working on last year. I sat down at the beginning of the year and I was like, okay, 
What are the 12 habits that I want to work on forming in 2022 that will help me achieve everything on my goals list, or at least a majority of them? And a lot of that looked like, you know, working out every day or moving my body in some way every day. It didn't always have to be a workout. If I got up and I did like a five minute yoga exercise, at least it was kind of drilling into my brain, hey, the habit of working out every day, the habit of moving my body every day, because I think that that's what matters the most. If you get in the habit of doing something, you will lead yourself to achieving the goal much easier than if you just kind of blindly try to achieve it. And then as we went into February, I would do something like, okay, every day in February, I want to journal for 10 minutes. And I really was just building habits around my life that were going to help me achieve my end all goals. So one of my goals last year was that I really wanted to just become more intentional with my time. I wanted to be able to sit in silence for 30 minutes without my mind racing all over the place. And that was one of like my personal goals for the year. Nothing career oriented, like not, not talking that type of goal, just kind of like a, how do I want to better myself as a person? What do I think will make myself feel better at the end of the day? And that was something that was a goal of mine last year was like, I wanted to be able to sit in silence and not have, you know, impulses to grab my phone or to go up and get going and do something because I feel like learning to appreciate that silence, appreciate that stillness is something that I want to achieve. So instead of just setting out on January 1st of last year saying, okay, every single day I'm going to sit down for 30 minutes and do absolutely nothing, I knew that that was not going to work for me. I knew I wouldn't be able to do it. It's just not built in me to be able to do something like that. So instead I said, hey, if you journal for five minutes every day or maybe 10 or 15, that's going to almost push silence on you. So I didn't journal with music or with TV in the background or anything like that. I journaled in silence every morning, but at least I was doing something to start. Like if I would have jumped into it and be like, just sit there and do nothing, I wouldn't have been able to do it. But if I'm sitting there writing, at least I'm in silence and I'm starting to build that habit without kind of going, you know, diving in at the beginning, if that makes sense. And the same thing applies to eating healthy. If I wanted to change my diet this year, then maybe some things I would have to do was, you know, cut out sugar, cut out soda, do things for myself that are better, make make healthier options, you know, choose more colorful foods. But those are not things that you should be piling onto yourself every single day, you know, starting January 1st. You need to start with small habits. So one of those might be something like, you know, maybe I won't eat sugar for a month or maybe I won't drink soda for a month. And then the beauty of this is once you have a couple months going and you've tried a few different things, you'll find that you naturally start stacking these habits on top of each other. And when this started happening to me, I was honestly so kind of shocked and amazed at how well it worked. I believe I started last year by moving my body every day and then I jumped into not drinking sugar or it was like journaling every day. It was one of those two. But basically by the middle of the year, I was balancing six habits without even having to think about it because I took time to build each individual habit one at a time. I wasn't trying to do too much at once. I'm focusing on one a month and that was it. And, you know, at the end of those 30 days, chances are you're going to want to keep going with it. And I remember I read something somewhere at one time that it took you like 28 days to build a habit. But I think that that research has since been edited to be 66 days. So really, you need about two months to build a habit that'll stick. But I found that at the end of 30 days, you kind of just naturally keep going and then you're able to stack another habit on top of that. So by the end of those 12 months, you'll have, you know, 12 new habits that you didn't have the year before and they're going to help you naturally achieve your goals in more ways than you think. I really like to think of these habits as building blocks to help you reach that top goal. I think that viewing it like that, especially if you're a visual learner like I am, think of it as like a building block. So it's like, okay, here I am walking every day. Here I am, you know, eating better every day. Here I am journaling every day or whatever habit it is that you want to do. 
I even built habits of reading every day. And, you know, last year was the year that I really got back into reading again. And there really just is so much that you can do that will ultimately help you achieve your goals. And so the way I want you to look at it as is you're going to choose that top goal, right? You're going to choose the goal that's at the top of your tree, the top of your list or whatever. And then you're going to ask yourself, what habits would you need to do every single day in order to make that top goal happen by the end of the year? Now, if your top goal is work-related, then your habits are going to be work-related. So I remember last year, I really never, I've only been doing TikTok and Instagram for about a year, um, under a year for Instagram, but it's just, you know, you get the point. Um, And one of my goals for last year was, hey, I want to post every single day. I don't care if it's, you know, not my best content ever, but I want to build that habit of being consistent. And I did. I don't think I missed a single day of posting last year on TikTok or, or whatever like that. And now I have the habit of I don't even have to think about it. I just post every day. I either have videos pre-filmed, I film in the morning. I just know that every single day, that's one thing that I'm going to do in order to further myself towards my goal of, you know, building this community online, making this eventually a full-time thing for me. And that is something that I'm committed to achieve. So if you have a similar goal where it's like, it's a work goal that you're trying to focus on. So maybe you're trying to get promoted at your job. What's one habit that you can do every single day for 30 days that's going to help you get kind of closer to that goal. So for me, another habit that I tried to do to make me a more like, I guess, better team player-esque thing would be I tried to do my emails first thing in the morning. And I think that by doing that, I was really able to become much more timely in my responses to people. I started to be viewed as somebody who's pretty prompt and that has value to me. And that was something that maybe if you're looking to be promoted, if you're looking to advance your career, you're going to want to be timely. So if you can build the habit of being prompt in your replies to people, then it's something that you're going to be able to carry out into the rest of the year and then eventually use that habit to achieve that big goal. And at the end of the day, that's honestly all there is to it. It's really just building those habits on top of each other and focusing on one at a time. That leads me into the second part of this, which is really about learning how to be disciplined instead of motivated. Now, this is something that I really do struggle with because like I said, you know, early on in this podcast, we go into the new year with a sense of boundless motivation. We feel motivated and that's what pushes us to, you know, wake up every morning and exercise or, you know, work on our career goals or, you know, journal or, or whatever it is that we're trying to achieve. That motivation that we have at the beginning of the year is what pushes us to achieve our goals. When we run out of that motivation, we're kind of left just looking around like, what do I do now? And I have fallen victim to that so many times, you guys. You have no idea. It feels so discouraging, especially when you feel like you're doing really, really good. And I think that that's what always kind of hurt me the most and would make me the most negative in the past would be I would have a fantastic January and even a, you know, a great February. But by the time that March rolled around, it just, everything would collapse for me. I would just be like, okay, I'm getting tired of this. I, you know, feel burnt out. I'm doing too much. I'm exhausted. I quit. And even if I would have picked it up, like, you know, later in the year, because sometimes I would do that where I would like take a month break, I wasn't ever being consistent with what I wanted to achieve. So it made it much, much, much harder to achieve, you know, that big goal at the end of the year, because if you're not consistent, then, you know, it's just harder. It just is harder to get where you want to go. So something I've been really working on being better at is kind of viewing motivation as fleeting, so I'm not going to rely on it. 
Motivation is not something that I'm going to wake up and need in order to continue to practice my habits, continue to do my work, continue to chase my goals. I do not need to feel motivated. I need to be disciplined. And if I'm being honest, I feel like this is a hard thing for anyone to do and I'm still working on it. There are still days where you wake up and you're just not feeling it. So you don't go work out. You don't, you know, get ready in the morning. You don't do whatever it is that you want to do. You just kind of sit there and you're just, you know, you're just a human being that day. And I think that that's completely normal and we shouldn't beat ourselves up about it. But I do think sometimes it reaches a point where you recognize, okay, if I don't step in and take kind of responsibility for how I'm acting right now, that it's on me and I need to start being more disciplined. I need to start holding my, myself accountable if I ever want to get where I want to get in life. And setting habits to reach your goals, I feel like that is easy compared to this because if you set a habit at the beginning of the month and you commit to it and you do it every day, even if it's only for like 60 seconds, you know what I mean? Even if you make that decision, it's going to naturally kind of like snowball into you achieving your goal. Being disciplined is a whole other ball game and I don't know. I'm honestly still really intimidated by it, but I know for a fact it is something that I need to work on and something that I really do need to master if I ever want to achieve like my really, really big lifelong goals. So how can we really start to train ourselves to be more disciplined? Well, something that's really helped me is putting my goals where I can see them. And I think that this is something that I've talked about before, but if you have a whiteboard or a sticky note or a piece of paper and you just write your main goals on it and you put it on your desk, you put it on your computer, you make it your phone wallpaper, whatever it is you gotta do, Put your goals somewhere where you're going to see them every single day, multiple times a day. One of the best ways that I found to really build that sense of discipline in myself has been to remind myself of what it is that I'm working towards. Because that way, you know, if you're not motivated to do something, you look at your goals and you're like, ah, okay, like I don't want to do this today, but I know I want to achieve that, so I'm going to go do it. And after you do that so many times, you build that sense of responsibility to yourself and you almost don't want to let yourself down and I think that's a really powerful thing to be able to have like in connection with yourself when you're able to look at yourself and say I don't want to let myself down I don't want to let future me down I want to you know do this for myself when you are your main motivator and you are your main kind of source of inspiration you're able to go miles farther than you think because you know at the end of the day it's just you and you for the rest of your life and so if you're able to form that connection with yourself and say hey I know I might not feel motivated, but I'm disciplined and I will complete this XYZ every single day. That has a ton of power behind it. And it's not going to be something that you just, you know, start doing one day and now you do it every day for the rest of your life. You're going to, you know, fail sometimes, you're going to succeed other times, but as long as you're moving in the way of progress, then I think that you're doing a fantastic job. And ironically, another way you can really build discipline is by building habits. So these two things that I'm telling you today, my two secrets, building habits to achieve your goal one a month and and really nurturing discipline over motivation, those two things are wildly connected to each other. So when you are building a habit every day and you're committed to achieving it and you do it every single day for like 10 days, but on the 11th day, you're kind of fighting yourself to do it or not, eventually your mind will just go into autopilot mode and that will support discipline. It just is so connected to each other. I would really recommend checking out the book Atomic Habits if you are, you know, are interested in learning more about this concept. Um, I might make a podcast more in detail of it. I'm thinking about doing like little book reviews too because I have a new goal this year to read. I believe I said 30 books this year, which is a pretty lofty goal for me, but we're getting, we're getting off track. So dialing it back, you really want to focus on building habits that will then support 
building discipline. So eventually, again, like I said, you're going to reach an autopilot mode and that is like the golden state. When you're able to wake up every morning at 5, 6, 7, 8 a.m., whenever it is that you wake up and go to the gym automatically, you are showcasing both discipline and habit building. And those are the two things that are really going to take you farther in achieving your goals than anything else. And I think that a main reason why people tend to skip over the discussion of discipline when talking about achieving your goals is because it doesn't really sound pretty. You know what I mean? Like, it's easy to say that we should feel motivated to achieve our goals. It's easy to say that we should feel inspired. But when we talk about feeling disciplined to achieve our goals, it's a little bit intimidating, or at least I feel like it is. And so maybe you feel the same way. But sometimes when I think about discipline, I'm like, ooh, like discipline, like it doesn't sound some, like something I'm going to enjoy doing. It just sounds stern. But I think that if we re- do our mindset towards it. If we reframe it and we start viewing discipline as something to be celebrated. It's something that, oh my God, like I was disciplined today. I was able to achieve what I wanted to achieve because I'm committed to myself. And that is what discipline is to me. When we rework what that looks like in our brain, I think it makes it a lot easier to view discipline as something that's kind of that you want to achieve versus something that's a little bit scary. And if I'm being honest, guys, that's pretty much all there is to it. I think that those are the two things that I would say you need to do this year if you really want to achieve your goals in 2023. I don't want you to overcomplicate things. Just focus on one new habit every month of the year and you'll be on your way to achieving anything you want this year. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I would really appreciate it if you would rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out and it also helps get the podcast out to more people who might benefit from it. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for listening. It honestly means the world to me. I hope you have an amazing start to 2023 and here's to the new year. I'll talk to you guys all next week on Onwards and Upwards.